on this episode of Quantum Week, May 9th through 15th, 2004. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year and talk about movies and music. And this is the Patreon episode that we talk about Troy and Maps. Right. So we're in 2004. 2004 in May. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Troy. Uh, Thanks to our patrons. Course. Thank you all. Thank yes. you for listening. Thank you, patrons. Um, yeah. Want to just get right I into think so, unless we have any announcements or anything we want to talk about. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm, really? I don't think so. Yeah, just talk about Troy. Yeah, let's talk about Troy. We can boring. Do so- oh no, you don't like it? Yeah, I don't like it either. Boring. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. I don't know if it was boring. I disagree with that. Eh, I was pretty much like, I. You know what? I've seen so many fucking giant, um, giant fucking battles in my day. Well, it's all CGI. And CGI battles. It's not it's like Ben Hur. You know, where you're no. seeing real shit. It's just like, oh, all right, and. I think it's boring. It was kind of, it was very bad, like at times, but it's like very interesting to watch because the spec, you know, they shot in Malta. So like super pretty. So like some of the shots were interesting, but like, um, the actual, like, you know, the dialogue and the story and the acting were were, were pretty bad. Yeah. Brad Pitt who who did it, who did the best he could with the role, but the role is so terribly written and you can't really do anything with it. Like why? I don't, this is like, why are you doing this Brad Pitt? Yeah. I don't understand. So that's a great question. There's an answer. Um, so, uh, he was supposed to do a different movie. I don't know what that was. He was, so after 2000, um, he does Ocean's Eleven, right? Yeah. Oh, in 2001. I've got his run. He does. Can I give you the run? Well, I want to do it in right, detail here. You do. You do uh, I just wanted to explain kind of why he did this movie. Okay, sure. Uh, so he does, uh, Ocean's Eleven, right? Yeah. Let me see. I pull, I'll pull up two. All right. He does Mexican spy game Ocean's Eleven all in 2001. Yeah. Okay. So then he's supposed to do a movie with the Coen brothers and something is fucked up with that. And um, the movie ends up never getting produced. Um, it was just huh. ended, it just it got held up with development. Just I don't know what happened with it. He eventually would do Burn after reading with them in like two thousand seven. Yeah, not not a not a good one. He's good in it though. Uh, I remember. Yeah, he's good. He's really, His I, role's I, cool. I, yeah, I don't really like that movie that much, but he's he's quite good. Yeah, um, he's very funny. Um, so he's supposed to movie with them, but gets all kind of fucked up. It never it doesn't happen, which happens a lot in Hollywood. But you know, when someone like Brad Pitt attaches his name to a movie in two thousand one, it usually gets fucking made. So the fact that it didn't get made with your Coen Brothers is weird. That so is I, weird. I don't know what happened, whatever. So then he's supposed to do a different movie. I, I tried like hell to find out what it was. I don't know what it was. He was attached to a movie. It sounds like there were creative differences. Uh. And he left. But part of him leaving, the agreement was he would leave that movie, but he had to do something for that studio. And then the studio's like, well, we are doing Troy. <laughs> it's got a big budget. And it's going to shoot in six months. So if we do that, and he's just like, I, I kind of want to get in shape. So sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah i mean because he was in he wasn't i guess so he met with wolfgang peterson right like six yeah. months before the movie and he sits down and wolfgang peterson's like uh this guy looks not like achilles he's got a beard and he's really skinny this is probably like jack <laughs> from uh from twitter right or me with a beard uh you know it's like yeah no thanks on this. he was yeah. he was in good shape from fight club though well that was a while though. that was a few I guess years two, earlier yeah two, I mean, three or four years yeah, yeah. he yeah. he'd lost some weight I mean, maybe he lost some weight for this Coen Brothers movie that never oh, happened, or this other movie in production that just didn't happen. Yeah, whatever reason was, he wasn't. He just wasn't super jacked. Yeah, and he's like, no, he's like, they were at dinner and he was like, had a few drinks and uh, had a few beers, and Brad Pitt's like, no, 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 in six months you'll see, I'll come, I'll come in, I'll, come I'll, be, I'll be ripped. Yeah, and Wolfgang Peterson's like, 
yeah, sure. But whatever, it's Brad Pitt. He'll sell tickets. Fucking so, Brad Pitt. Sure. But but he didn't really believe him. Um, Six months later, he comes in. He is completely, <laughs> yeah, he looks great. I mean, he I looks always, you know, he's awesome. Super jacked. Yeah. And uh, he does the movie and he didn't like it. Uh, For, yeah, of course he didn't yeah, like it. And, and, he's, and he was pretty, uh, I read an article. It was actually, he was doing pro- press for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And he was talking about his past. Mm. So, he, so it was like enough, far enough in the rear mirror. He, I think he could oh, feel like, he, plus Wolfgang Peterson doesn't really make movies anymore. No. So he's like, yeah, he's like, it wasn't that Wolfgang's a bad guy. Like he's like, Wolfgang made Das Boot, which Brad Pitt feels is one of the best movies ever made. Yeah. But he's like, by, by, by the time I got to Wolfgang, that wasn't the same guy. And he's like, he said it was so frustrating. He's like, I'm, I was so spoiled working with David Fincher. Yeah. And those kind of directors that he's like, I, he's like the most frustrating part was I could never get myself out of the center of the frame. Like, and he's like, every move I made was a hero move. Like, you know, oh, or right. everything, there was no mystery. There was no like layers to a character. It no. was just basically like, but then I'm thinking like reading the article, I'm like, dude, it's fucking the Iliad. Like, what do you expect? Like, of course it's heroes and villains. Like, exactly. That's what this is. It's a yeah. fucking fairy tale. Like, yeah, it's, it's cartoons. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, what do you think, think you were getting into? But he was just like, and he kind of takes some blame. He's like, look, I, I was just kind of in between projects. I had to do a movie for the studio. I want to get that off my back. Right. Uh, I just kind of did it. But he's like, he, after that movie, after this movie, he's like, I made a sincere effort to be incredibly choosy with which parts I make and more importantly, be incredibly choosy with which directors I work with. Mm. And he says, I also want to turn my attention to things like producing movies. Right. Which if you look at the movies Brad Pitt's produced, he is, if you take away the acting, he's an incredible producer. Yeah. Um, look at uh, Departed. I mean, obviously, uh, The Assassination of Jesse James. Right. I know it didn't make a ton of money, but it's a beautiful film. That's a great film, and he's in it too. Kick he does ass, a good job. Which is oh, Kick Ass, which, is a made, cool which film. made money. Yeah. Uh, World War Z, Moneyball, cool which got an Oscar nomination. Yep. Twelve Years a Slave, yep. which won Best Picture, won him an Oscar. Yeah. Uh, Big Short, right? Moonlight, Jesus Christ, which yes. won Best Picture. Yeah. Like he, he, I just as a producer. He's he's now a Hall of Fame producer it, and actor. It's a lot of stack. No, yeah. he isn't the same kind of producer as someone who's. You he's know, not Harvey, right? He's not right, Harvey, not Harvey from Miramax, involved yeah. in every single detail right. of the film. He doesn't run a studio, but he does put his name on projects that you know are, are either commercially viable or critically viable. Yeah, or if they don't work, like Selma, he 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 produced that didn't quite. He got some nominations, but didn't quite land one hundred percent. But you can still understand why he produced. You know, like all right, well, I get the mentality there. Like, yeah, you know, you, of course, you know, yeah, this everything he's doing from 2004 on is incredibly well thought out. Yeah, which is funny because the next movie he makes after this, of course, is Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Andrew Jolie. Right. Which tanks his marriage. Not, yeah, yeah. And well, not, that's I mean, but it changed him personally, though, because yeah. he met Andrew and Jolie and then he cheats on Jeff uh, with Andrew and Jolie. Yeah. So I think not only was it doing Troy a change his career, but also life change. Angelina Jolie is when it comes to make doing projects. She's also very thoughtful. Yeah, she seems it. Whether you agree with her, her points or not you can understand like there's a lot of thought goes on with these yeah, moves. of course and i think it's between those two things brad pitt becomes a different person after this movie well that explains a lot because the run before up to you know troy yeah you know from seven twelve monkey sleepers you know even seven years in tibet fight club you know spy game even confessions of a dangerous mind is a really cool film well, he's not really in that though. yeah yeah you're right I mean, but that, still i don't count that he did he, i think he actually produced that uh, yeah, he, he did he help produce it? I he think might he helped have, produce it too. Because well, that's Cooney's first directing job. That's right. So yeah. I mean, he's just doing that. To, but still, like a huge run of, with the guys. So a really 
It's a huge run of great films. Yeah, it up is. until Troy, you hit, and then you hit Troy, and it's like, what the but fuck? Troy is and he's wor- a one note guy, and he's yeah. If you look at worldwide box office, so domestically, Troy didn't do that well. Made 133 million, which isn't that much. It cost 175 to make, so it's yeah, it's terrible. Actually, lost money, right? But because this movie isn't dialogue heavy, it's shot in Malta. You're all, they also were smart where they got Diane Kruger, who's a German actress. German actress, yeah. They got uh, Eric Bana, uh, Australian. Australian. Like they, Peter O'Toole, British. So yep. they, and they, uh, th- you don't need to, this isn't dialogue specific. You don't need to understand sarcasm or anything like that to, no, not or at cultural all. references, no. obviously. So it made, uh, what did it make? Like 475 yeah, worldwide? worldwide. It did. So it, was, it made what? 340? Yeah. So it was a success. It, 340 International is insane in 2004. I cannot have... Okay, let me compare this. Mean Girls yep. made 86 domestic. Jesus Christ. It made 30 worldwide. You, back in 2004, movies always made way more domestic with, with yeah. American stars and American... You know, whatever. I know Wolfgang Peterson's... Uh, but you know what you know, Yeah, of course. American of course. studio yeah, made it. Right. You would never see... Three times the box office. I cannot emphasize how bizarre that is in 2004. So this was the 60th most successful film all time in 2004. Worldwide. Worldwide. Right. But it was the eighth most successful worldwide in 2008. Right. Not the case domestic. Not the case domestic. Which back in 2004 is kind of how you measured films. This is a, you know, because uh, you just didn't see it. You know, right. you would. Yeah, right. Nowadays it's different for a number of reasons. A, movies like Troy prove that a movie can sell it can overseas. Be, it can work. The other thing was the Chinese box office became a thing. Sure. And that completely changed how films are made. Films are made now intentionally for, I mean, we saw that with, um, what was the Jason Statham shitty movie we saw? Oh, it was the, the Meg. Meg. Right, That was exactly. made for a Chinese audience. Absolutely. And it worked. Totally worked. Like, that was not made for American audiences. That was right. not made for us. It was, uh, it was uh, made for that uh, that country and it worked. It also happened to sell tickets in the U.S. too. But well, yeah, because you do have like you can hedge your bets a little bit. Some people from the United States right. are going to watch this because you know former action hero Jason Statham is. It's a case of a jack of all trades working. Yes, you know, like sometimes it, you know the old you know it's a master none, but in that case it worked because you were able to right hedge your bets. Right. Um. This movie kind of does that. Well, this movie you know would have tanked in just America. This movie is not a good movie. No, it it's got not. you know it's it's not trash because it is. No, it's fine. It's made okay. It's, some of the shots are interesting. Some are yeah. horrible. Some of the editing is atrocious. Yep. Some is interesting. It's a weird... Okay, the score is awful. The score is not good at all. And there's a reason for that. So what happened was the guy who originally did the score spent a year on it. I forget his name. It was like Idonio Yachi or something like that. I don't know. Sorry, I never even heard of it. Yeah. Spent a year on it. Ugh. Okay? A year. Yeah. They put it in the movie. It was the very first thing test audiences said was like, the score is atrocious. And really? like Wolfgang Peterson's like, yeah, this is really, really, really bad. How could it have? I don't know. I'd love but to hear it. You know some of the voices they use, especially in the beginning, those, those uh, Greek voices? They, yep. Uh, so James Horner comes in, and they're like, hey, James. Uh, he's the same guy who did Titanic. That's right. And did a few Well, James movies. Horner's done a ton of shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he died in a, in he a died very, helicopter accident. Yes. I, I think I made the joke to you. It was like, is he a better uh, uh, orchestra person or a pilot? A pilot, right. Right. Uh, it was very funny at the time, I remember. Continue. I, I think it's still funny. <laughs> uh, in this case, I think he's a better pilot. Because this score is bad. It's not. It's not good. News. It's not good. Um. So uh, they say, all right, James. Look, Jimmy. I don't know what they call him. Horny. Horny. Horny listen. Horn dog. You got. You got a month, baby. He's like, all right. I got a month to do a score. <laughs> and it sounds like it because it is awful. But he used some of the same voices that the yeah. Adana Yoshio guy. I'm right. totally making that name up, by the way. I don't know what his name is. Uh, yeah, whatever that Smirnoff. guy used. So it's it's a bunch of like female voices and yes. parts. And that right. It's very because I don't think he had time to get new voices. Probably not. But Plus I would have probably, done, if you do that, you go minimal. He should have gone minimalist. I agree with you. With like you know super light. There's no dialogue. 
You do because you could make it moody with with very few instruments, and it would be fine. You don't want to do those. That's big, not, I know it's not how epic. horny rolls. Maybe you know he doesn't. Horny, or not, horny not comes in big. before his head rolled from yeah, the, he did, from the, the did crash. He, I think he probably exploded. Right? He might have exploded. I don't think he, had, I don't think he had decapitated on the. Oh, he didn't. No, that was unless you're Vic Morrow in Twilight right, Zone. That's I was the propeller catch you, Vic Morrow, not from Twilight Zone. Vic, Vic Morrow from you know the Warriors in the Bronx. No one's series. gonna understand the reference. <laughs> No one's going to understand the It's the best movie. That, no, that's the movie that I've said. I've said it a few times that it was like one of the most horrible movies I've ever seen. You, you called it the Bronx when you described I did, it on the I show. I, but I was a child when I saw it. Yeah. That was a pretty good recall that I got even that far. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. Is it, is it okay to make fun of the Twilight Zone helicopter? Because a, a oh, child also, two children also died. I mean, I think we're far enough away now. We're, we're like 40 years Because the kids who died are older than me. Like if they live, they oh, yeah, old, yeah, so yeah, I can yeah, make fun of them. Totally. Yeah. If, yeah. I think that's the rule. If someone dies who would have been older than so you So I can make fun of the Poltergeist girl too? Oh, I feel bad. She was so good in Poltergeist. That's she sad. Was. That's yeah, fucking sad. sad. I'm, I'm just kidding. Around. Did she have a, was it a disease? She, she gets sick and uh, die or leukemia or something? No. What, um, what happened? <laughs> we're going down this road? Oh, okay. Uh, Heather O'Rourke is her name, by the way. She was in Poltergeist yeah, 1, just, 2, and 3. Heather O'Rourke? Heather O'Rourke. Okay. Um, so, uh, Heather O'Rourke. Oh, this is awful. Um, so, she was putting on the LBs during Poltergeist 3, and there were some, she did, she was, she did have a, she was sick. There was a, she was there sick. was something yeah and she was on this medicine that was putting on the pounds it was it was making her gain weight okay. and you see it in the movie you yeah. watch Poltergeist three you can see that she's she's heavier in the face like, it was making her steroid, face steroid it was do a, that. yeah, it was, yeah. It, was, it was like that kind of thing yep and um she uh something happened with her digestive tract some of it there were rumors that it had to do some diet supplement she was trying to take to alternate. A lot of time there was a fedrin back then that's what they would give you there was stuff that was there's no no one's I. I there was a lot of different stories you heard. Sure. Then they, she didn't shit and the shit got so backed oh, up. She and, got septic. Yeah. Oh no. That's, that's fucking horrible. Yeah. That's it what happens when you, happening. when you do that game. The, the uh, Texas poop hole, Texas poop hole. And that's what I'm always afraid of. You hold that shit back for so long. You go septic and die. I did not, I have not died nor to my knowledge. Anyone died playing Texas poop hole. which I do want to do. We February? should do that. Yeah, definitely. Are we doing in February. I'm not doing, I'm not participating. Well, well, I want to make new t-shirts. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should Are we do doing the McDonald's T-shirt? Are we yes. doing the? I'm going to switch to a new T-shirt company, but uh, but yes, we'll do a new design. Yeah, I really like. You probably should explain why we switch to the new T-shirt company. It's because it's... I just found one better. Uh, I found one better. We have more control, and we have more control. Yeah, yeah. we had less control with the other one. It had nothing. The T-shirt. We yeah, were fine. The yeah, I like the shirts. Yeah, uh, I want problem, more control. The problem is we they even I think like the pricing they controlled like a huge element. They of did, it. and it wasn't very and they would, clear. And they would fuck the, like they would like change the pricing like on a whim yeah it was really weird so it's hard for us to tell people oh church 20 dollars or whatever 30 yeah. whatever, whatever we didn't have a lot of control over that right so it's like uh, it's hard for me to advertise without knowing how much it costs exactly um so uh yeah we, way more control it'll be like a fixed price oh this you know this t-shirt is this and that will always be like that right. and it'll have more control i have a better design options and and uh and stuff and i maybe barbara will do the uh the mcdonald's design for so us is that the next, so if we do I think texas, we'll do one if we do texas poop holder i want to make it really organized i want to I want to like maybe we can do a thing where people can anyone can like I want to I think I want to do a thing where you get a t-shirt if you win if you participate god damn it wait you just get one you don't have to buy it I think you need to buy one yeah you're gonna have to buy one my plan I think is like you pay money for the shirt no extra like and then uh then you can compete if I you see. buy a shirt yeah um I don't want to like have people not compete but the same token like I want to I want I don't want to have everyone and their mother do it either because then like because there is like an honor system element to it. So if like really someone goes, oh, I, you know, and then like rigged the game. Like it kind of sucks. So like ideally if someone in theory bought a shirt, they would have some skin in the game. Yep. It's kind of the mentality. Some, 
some poop in the some, some, some poop in the bowl. A little, little stain in the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that as we get closer to Texas football, but maybe sometime in February, right after the Super Bowl, because well, that's when they're cut. Like nothing's happening. There's no sports. Right. Whenever I play with my friends, it would always be that week between um, uh, the NFC AFC game. Oh, right. NFC, but I think we might have something going on. That that's week. true. Yeah, we won't. Let's maybe we might. Well, okay. Did you, have you figured that out yet? Well, that yeah, uh, have, you, have you thought about like a date and that? Have you thought about that already? Well, it would be the the movie. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. About. no, I know, but I was still trying. I was to thinking keep it. that that week, that maybe that you weekend, do that weekend. Okay, cool. We're talking about a movie. All right, well, we're not. We have our Patreon, okay, so it's fine. fine. So we're talking about like a movie. We're going. I want to do like a movie watch. Yeah, for, Matt, Matt and I want to do a movie. Watch. It's right, actually Matt's idea. Right, I want right. to do like a movie watch, like watch along. Yep. Like we did like the Rocky Five one with Blind Mike on. Yes, but on. one uh, that's on Netflix that everybody can get if you have Netflix, and right. maybe we'll make it interactive. It should be fun, but it's going to be Patreon only. It'll be Patreon, only. But, so anybody who's a who's a patron, right? So yeah. you guys are listening. You paid the five dollars, which yep. we really appreciate. But we, some people did pay less than that. They paid like a dollar, two dollars. Maybe that's what they could afford. Yeah, want to give them a little something too. Like we give them a shout out, so we want to kind of do a little something. Yeah, extra. but we want to try to make it like we're also trying to make it like interactive, so like people in theory could like. Can maybe communicate with right. us or while, yeah, while they're watching it with us. Yeah. So the movie we're talking about doing, and if you disagree with this, let us know, but the movie we're thinking about doing is Face Off. Right. Because Matt doesn't like that movie. I fucking hate that I've movie. I've never seen it. I'll watch it before we do it. Yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah. Um, but if you like Face Off, in theory, you could like watch along with us and then like shit all over Matt. Which totally. Sounds like, great to me. <laughs> that sounds funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's kind of the idea. And I'd like to do that the weekend between the two. The weekend before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, let us know if, yeah, if you hear this and you have thoughts about it, let us know. Right. Let we're not know. married to the idea, but we're trying to lock it in probably within the next week. Yes. Yeah. I, I told think, you right? Just right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. And then we could maybe, maybe follow it up with maybe in like March or April or something. Could do that. Yeah. yeah. It's maybe a last, last sort of gasp of winter. Well, winter blues. The last brap of winter. Yes, exactly. Right. Uh, but we'll do a shirt, something. Maybe Barbara will design it. She's been doing all those drawings and stuff. So that'll be cool. Okay. Back to Troy. Yeah. Um, so I, some of the dialogue is like the worst dialogue. It's all bad. Maybe all comes, these movies are dude, bad though, man. But like, how no different than gladiator? How do you like honor your gods, love your women and defend your country? Thanks, Hector. Or fucking, I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of tomorrow. From Helen. It's like, oh, really? I, I, that, that was a strange, well, don't cheat on your husband, bitch. That, no, that's a really strange line for a second. Like, I'm not afraid of tomorrow. I'm not afraid of dying. So then just kill yourself. You just, right. Take yourself out today. Right. You don't know where tomorrow. Yeah. That, it, no, that was the line that made me like my ears like perk. When I say it's not as bad, when I say it's like, oh, they're all bad, like Gladiator, I don't mean like, I, Gladiator's a better movie oh, it than is. this. Oh, yes. Not substantially, but mm, it's substantially but, better. I don't think it's that. For me, it's like, this is maybe a C. No, this is bad. You think it's worse? Maybe yeah. C minus? I think I'd give this like a D plus. It's not good. Yeah. I mean, Peter O'Toole is fun to watch. Kind of. At times he's he's checked in, times he's checked out. I think he's checked out. So the in a scene lot. with Brad Pitt. Yeah. When the, they're in the tent. They're both like all in. In fact, that's why I thought Brad Pitt did the movie. I'm like, oh, he did this movie just have a scene with Peter O'Toole. I kind of get it, but weird. Um, but they both are actually trying there. I didn't think Pitt was that good in that scene, but I thought oh, I thought he was trying. Oh, they both were trying. He's probably trying, but he's also trying to be stoic. He does like this one really weird facial expression when Peter Rotul sits next to him. Like he looks like Peter Rotul farted. He's basically <laughs> like what? what? <laughs> and I'm thinking that's not a good editing job. Like I'm guessing there were other takes they could have used besides that one. Uh, right. Um, that's like where Wolfgang's like, "All right, Brad, I want you to emote more." <laughs> and Brad's so bad, like, "All right, I'll make a face like I farted." <laughs> but that scene, it, I like that scene. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but then there's other scenes when like he's with like. Uh, Eric Bana and they're all just like sitting oh no yeah. when he's sitting on the throne he has no lines he's watching the fights 
You can tell O'Toole's just drunk. Yeah. And Diane Kruger said that. Diane Kruger said afterwards, she's like, no, Peter O'Toole was like not cool to work with. Oh, he was no. always drunk. Oh. He was an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Because he's, he's a very good. I think mean, she very said good. he was quote unquote like difficult at times, which means asshole uh, in Hollywoodese. I and see. she did say he was drunk at times, which means he was drunk all the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you would couch it a little but bit. But it's him, you know, it's him. You know, think about that crew, though. We, <sighs> we saw that with Gladiator. You know, Oliver Reed obviously famously died. During, but, you know, it was him, Richard Harris, Richard, Richard Harris. Burton. Exactly. Like, those four guys, Burton obviously died way before. But, you know, Harris and Reed were both in Gladiator. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, obviously, we have a tool in this. But those four guys, those British actors, that, that, that generation, those guys would just get fucked up oh. every night. Like, and be, like, nasty drunks. O'Toole's so good, too. He's such a great actor. It's, it's, uh, that's too bad that he would sort of drink it away a little bit he's it's oh well that's his whole career that's a, he's like a kind of a, um uh like a cautionary tale is he? I mean, he's been nominated for 10 oscars number one um but yeah you feel like this he left a lot on the table though yeah well you saw that that uh that clip that uh that ned shared with us Which um one? did you see the peter o'toole clip that he shared with us i don't know he, o'toole's off the charts it's he, fucking... he, yeah he he should have had he should have been michael kane though michael kane market corrected him because o'toole's a drunk yeah. So Michael Caine, obviously Michael Caine obviously had a big career in the 60s, 70s. I'm not saying Michael Caine didn't exist. And he's very good, but, but O'Toole's, O'Toole's probably like a better actor. Peter O'Toole could have done Side of House Rules. Yes. Like Peter, Peter O'Toole could have done these movies, but he was just like, eh. at that point, it's like, he's kind of like, he's, yeah. I mean, he does this, which is a major movie. So obviously someone insured him. So, but like, it's just like, eh, do I want to deal with it? Yeah. Where Mike, Michael Caine is famously like really like kind of like easy to work with. And it's like, all right, do I want to, you know, and no, I, you, I, I think Michael Caine is a great actor. He's so. very good. Yeah. He's very good. But O'Toole in 1965, be you probably would have said Peter O'Toole is a better actor. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you'd take the, you'd take the person who's more professional. If, if they're, you know, even if someone is slightly worse actor or whatever. And like Sean take... Connery too. Like Sean Connery, yeah. although he's a kind he can be kind of a brusque asshole at times. Um, but he is still like always a pro. He's always going to deliver a great performance, even in like shitty, stupid movies. He's going to, you know, hit it out of the park. He is. And then like, you know, like for Finding Forrester, like Peter O'Toole could have done that role. Not a big fan of that film. Of that I'm film, not but. either, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he like, could have. He could you know have. what I mean? Like, you can see these parts that these other actors got because O'Toole, Harris. In 1960, you would have thought those are the roles those guys would have gotten in the late 90s, early 2000s. Right. But they didn't, or the 90s and 80s even. But they didn't because... They're drunk and they hard were to work like with. bloated drunks. Yeah. Or, 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 or just like messed. That's, just fucked up lives. Like, I don't want to fucking deal with this shit. Yeah. That sucks. You know? And then Wolfgang Peterson's like, I guess Diane Kruger said that in an interview and they asked Peterson about it way out like when peterson's career was over they did an interview with him so i read that mm. um which is really interesting because he's like yeah troy sucked you know and <laughs> he's like troy was kind of bad he's like beside no that was yeah. so he he acknowledges oh, yeah, he's like he's like he's like he's like that was my time to fall he's like everyone eventually falls or you kind of lose your mind and he laughed I'm like oh. well tell it to the guy that spent you know 40 dollars on tickets to your shitty beside movie <laughs> right. asshole but whatever i mean it's fine i guess he's gonna laugh about it but yeah i mean you know i'm kind of mad at him for making us watch poseidon Oh, that's a terrible, terrible thing. That's bottom five for us, I think, still. Still, after fucking almost 100 episodes, still bottom five for me. Yeah, this, is, this is better than Poseidon. Way better yeah, than This Poseidon. isn't trash. No, it's not trash. I don't think it's trash. You know who's good in this? Eric Bana. He is good. And I, actually, what happened to Eric Bana? He's a good actor. He was good in Black Hawk Down. He's good in this. He was great in Munich. He's a good actor. He's a but really like, good what? actor. But then after that, he so I know he did the Hulk before this, and he wasn't bad in it. The All movie's that, not great. I, I, yeah, I, I have less issues with Hulk than a lot of people do. It's I'll, not bad. I, I'm also really... I like the Norton one better, actually. Oh, I don't. Oh, really? At I prefer, I prefer I, Norton I, I in that like, role. I like Edward Norton a lot. Me too. I don't like that movie. That movie has so many problems. Uh, I like Eric Dan a lot. I think I agree with you 100% on yeah. that. Yeah. 
the first like, decade of 2000s, he was a, a really great actor. He was. What the and fuck? And Jennifer happened? Connelly's in that other Hulk. I know. And she's, I think she's great. I mean, she's great. I think she's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and she's yeah, yeah. beautiful. And yep, yep, yeah. yep. Uh, can't go on Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, love uh, her. But then, right, he does uh, Funny People in 2009. Have you seen that? That's the one. Adam Sandler. Is, right. Um, I have seen it. Judd Apatow made it. It's a bloated mess, especially the second half. When Banna enters, it's not his fault. But the script is really goes off the tracks and becomes really like uh, just long winded and preachy and yeah, just, yeah. Ugh, gross. Well, I know Ban is a comedic actor. Like that's how he made his bones. But yeah, he didn't. He doesn't seem to fit that. No. And then he is Australian. So I think he went back and did some Australian. Yeah. He just kind of right. His career just kind of I mean, you know, you get older, too. And, you know, a lot of, you know, we talk about with actresses, but it's true with actors, too. You know, a lot of it is looks like sure. You know, Eric Ban is in this movie more. Orlando Bloom and Eric Banner are not in this movie because they're great actors. It's no. because they're handsome guys. Yeah, they are. No, they're great actors. It's a bonus. Yep. You know, Brad Pitt's, you know, are going to sell tickets. So that's different, I guess. But, you know. Um, I understood why Banner would take this role because he, he did want. So the Hulk, I think, was maybe his first that he, that he was the lead. Right. And so he, you know, you follow that up with something where he's he's a he's not the lead but he's close to the lead on he's a sort of a co-lead in it this one. It makes a lot of sense. Made a lot of sense for him. Yes. Made a lot of sense for Orlando Bloom too because you know, he's doing I, all these big I budgets. I disagree with that. He's doing all these big but he just did all the uh the Pirates of the Caribbean, he just did all the three Lord of the Rings right. films. So he's, he's, right. that, so he he's follow- that big budget guy. I agree, but he follows up Lord of the Rings, which is a, a period piece of sorts. Yeah, of right? course. Yeah. Okay. They're not speaking regular no. There's no dialogue. It's Middle it's Earth. Weird nonsense. Right. Right. <laughs> and then well, it is, it's stupid. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, if you like Lord of the Rings, those are great, great, yeah. wonderful. They suck. Books are great. That's great. Those Boring. Great. Uh, so then, whatever. So, but whatever. They're not. But all kidding aside, they're not using regular dialogue. Sure. So then he does Pirates of the Caribbean once again, not using regular Caribbean dialogue. Right. Nothing modern, right? Yep. Do a modern movie, dude. But so then he does this. Yep. Um. What is? Oh fuck! Now I'm flaking on it. Oh my god. So he. Oh, I don't know. This. So he does. Um. I think he does it after this. He follows this up with Elizabeth Town. He which does. Is Cameron Crowe. Right. Which is a modern movie. Have not seen it. So bad. Is it bad? And it's like, I saw it in the theaters. And like, oh, this is why this guy doesn't speak much. We've talked you know about why? it before. Because he can't fucking act. Right. We've talked about that before. He's a, he is a one note guy. You can hide an He's actor. He's a good like hero guy. I don't think that's true. I don't, I don't hero guy. What does that even mean? Well, no, I mean, as a, like he, in Pirates of the Caribbean, he's good, but he's good because he's that's his role. He's not good. Like, what does it mean? What is, I just mean he, play, he plays a, he plays a narrow character well. Anyone could do that. Not, I don't think anybody can do that. I mean, he delivers lines. He has, it's just, he, he, he says words. He just, he can't, yes, but he can't do, there's no, he can't do, he's never going to do a, a rom-com that works. He's never going to do, no, he can't, he's not, he doesn't have a he big can't range. Act. Right. He can't, anyone, I think anyone can do these like middle earth, like oh, I'm a wizard because no one's really met a wizard. So you're just like, oh, well, you are what I assume a wizard would be. It's hard to be a he bad... He was an elf, by the way. Oh, whatever. Oh, God. Well, let's get it right. An orc. Or get it right. Fucking... He's not an orc. Okay. He's an elf. Maybe next Maybe next week he'll be an orc. <laughs> yes. Legolas. Like, it's easy to be a bad actor in those kind of movies because you're not... It's easy to be a bad actor in something like this. I don't know that I agree with that. You're still taught... You're still... You still have it's to act with people. It's much harder to be a bad actor in a movie that people can see characters they understand and you're not. right you're way you more exposed hide. you're way more exposed and he's exposed in elizabeth town so what does he play in elizabeth town he plays a uh i'm trying to get this right he plays a guy that, like works at nike and his father dies and he goes back home for the funeral yeah and um so it's very much like uh i like garden state um which came I've out a year either. before that yeah. i believe uh That's with kevin, uh zach braff is that kevin uh smith film no who, who does it uh zach braff did Oh, I, I, he's I guess, in it yeah. and directed and started. Okay. Uh, I Natalie Portman's in it. Okay. Uh, I like it a lot. It's gotten a kind of a 
when it came out, it got a lot of like critical indie darling love. Yeah, yeah. And then it got kind of a backlash because people had this backlash against Zach Braff, which kind of still continues this day. Um, I I like the movie. I think the score, the the um, Maybe the soundtrack is fantastic. Like you like the that. soundtrack, I think. Do you like the Shins? Uh, yes. A lot of the Shins. A lot. I think you'd really like the soundtrack. It's like one of the best movie soundtracks ever. Oh, in that movie. Okay. And he 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 curated it. Like he had his fingerprints in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's the same kind of plot line. And then this comes out a year later, and it felt like a a bad version of that movie. Sure. And also, Lando Bloom can't act. Um, so it was double whammy. Uh, yeah, I, I. So to be fair, so then he does the Hobbit films, right? And then even on he did an Amazon show last year, which was definitely a fairy tale show. He, well, that's what he does. That's well, what he, he works. can't do it. He can't act. He's yeah. not an act. He can't. He's a bad actor. I guess he is. Yeah. I mean, he's just a terrible actor. I and guess. he does these stupid wizard things. I, I know people like him. I don't care. It's stupid. Carnival Row was the show on Amazon. Carnival Row. I like it. It's up my, it's kind of up my alley, but what he's is that not about? particularly good. Give me a 10 second synopsis on that. Nah, he's a fucking fairy. <laughs> no, literally. He's got fairy wings. Oh. That's what he is. He's uh, yeah. It, it, I don't want to give a synopsis of it. Watch it or don't watch it. It's just another one That's of those. Bad. It's very, <laughs> I'm not doing it. It's another one. It's very similar to like a hot, the Hobbit, that type of stuff. I explained to Matt what the joke was about the synopsis. And now he doesn't want to play along. I'm not playing along anymore. You, you, Six you, months ago, you would have said a synopsis. I don't feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll do it. Oh, but I did want to mention too. It was written. This movie was written by David Benioff. Can we talk about this for a That's second? That's fucking crazy. Okay, it is and it isn't. No, if, it's crazy. If you told me that, that the guy that made Game of Thrones did this, I'd be like, that makes sense because Game of Thrones fucking dialogue yeah. is trash. That, I'm sorry, Game of Thrones sucks, but Game of Thrones, once oh. again, it sucks. You are... Oh. It's not good. You have a hole in your fucking... In what no. you, you have this very narrow band of shit that you'll watch. That's not true. That is very true. I watch true. stuff and I hate it. Dude. I watched Game of Thrones. I tried it. It sucks. It does not suck. It's not suck. good. It's not good. Oh. But if you talk, so you well, I, I see the connection there, right? It's dialogue. It's like once again, it's like weird fake that. dialogue. Like it's quasi modern. It's it's whatever. But if you told me the same guy did Twenty Fifth Hour, exactly wrote this, I would that be was like, like his first novel too. Twenty Fifth Hour. I mean, well, hold on a second. Wait, wait, you're, you're telling me the guy that's one of the mo- most interesting um, displays of like the the human condition in the, the year two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two. You know, really, you know, 2001, like post 9 yeah. 11. If you told me that guy wrote this, I'm like, maybe I, I would be, if I didn't, I had looked at it, I'd be like, no, man, we got to check that. That doesn't mean yeah. you're wrong. Yeah. No, it didn't, it didn't really compute. There's no way it's the same guy. He wrote some other good ones too. I can't remember them offhand, but I looked at, at uh, his There scripts. are a few other ones. Nothing else that lines up that well. No, you should, uh, well, you're going to pull it up. I did. I, yeah. I, no, I had it here. Uh, like X Men's Origins Wolverine. That's a good one. I haven't seen Brothers. Um, that's what brothers is okay poured. yeah i haven't seen that it's not my the kite runner i have not seen that is a good one is it really good yes that's a good one nominated for a bunch of awards dude yeah bafta and stuff no i thought i thought it got was it foreign language got, is that why it's i think it is right it's, actually a, speak it's a foreign English? language it is yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why i haven't seen it yeah i think it's afghani yeah. uh, kids. maybe i should see that you should see it it's a yeah. good it's a good one um but no you're right though it got it got award love it's not this yes. you know and then he does but he did gemini man Okay, that sucks. That's too bad because that's another. So that's an ennui again. I, I I always talk about that movie, uh, Moving, with Richard Pryor, where there's twins. Yeah, and then like every other day, one twin would go to school. Yes. So and so, but they were only enrolled as one student. Right. Is it this guy? Is he a twin? Like I think every he other is. one, yeah. someone writes the script. The other guy's just, like hanging out at a beach ah, and like in you know in Maui or something. I know it is weird. I give, what is with this guy? I give uh, Game of Thrones a lot more credit than you did, and so I think no, on I'm, on balance, he's done a lot more like cool creative stuff than not. But you're right, Gemini Man's. A I weird do not one. Game of Thrones. I will say and Troy too. 
Oh, it's Troy sucks. Weird. Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones. Um, uh, I, I I do knock it. I'm I'm half in jest. Uh, I don't like it at all. I'll say that. Yeah. But I don't think it's like really for me. And I I know it. It's it's creative in its, it's own way. Creative. Just like Lord of the Rings, I kind of knock that around a little bit too. Like it's uh, my dad loves Lord of the Rings. My dad would have loved yeah. uh, would have loved Game of Thrones. Uh, but like um, so I mean I get it. It's not it's not mindless. It's not like some of these mindless things. It's not like that. You know. It's um, Game of Thrones visually had some interesting stuff it just like yeah. i tried to watch it a few times and i'm like this does i mean it just couldn't connect less with me like i have no interest in anything in any of this stuff yeah just i know that do you want to be a wizard no do you want to ride that, a dragon no the, so the fantasy stuff uh, <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> um i know so the, fan, the question the fantasy stuff for you is you don't you just have no tolerance for it and i get i don't know i get i it. try i guess you're maybe you're maybe a super realist you like you know you like uh i'm an adult yeah, but that, I don't think it's <laughs> that. Yes, but I acknowledge that there are things beyond our, uh, beyond what we can sense, beyond what we can see, beyond what we can touch. Like our senses are very limited. Um, I'm not saying like magic exists or there are, but I, I do believe in alternate, like alternate universes that we are one universe. I also recognize that we might be in a simulation and that aliens <laughs> do exist. I, I, I'm sure they, maybe they do exist. They I, have to. There's, there's billions a lot of, and billions and billions stars. of stars. Yeah. They have I just to. Don't, I just don't think the movies that are made. Okay. Like I like, I Back love to, I like back to the future is about time travel. Exactly. I like alien and but aliens. You don't, you don't about like an alien. Alien and aliens. Yeah. I said it's about an alien, right? It's a space. There's aliens. That movie. Aren't yeah. There? Yeah. Those are really well done. I mean, those are tip tippity top. I have, I have a lot more, so I like, I don't, it doesn't need to be real for me to like it. But I don't think you like those elements of it. I like the space element, the thought of future. I don't mind the space element. I don't mind it. Really? I mean, I've seen every Star Wars in the I theaters. I've seen it, but that doesn't I've mean I've seen you. All, uh, all the Star Treks in the theaters. Yeah. I think yeah, Star, I love those. Yeah. I like Star Trek better than Star Wars, but. Um, uh, definitely. I like, Absolutely. I really like Next Generation Group. So, I mean, there are certain elements of side. I, I don't just. I think you and a lot of the audience like things just because they have a wizard in them. The oh, wizard, I'm definitely more forgiving. Some wizard takes a dump just and it's because like, oh, the I like that because the wizard was there. I like, I like um, trying to think things that are beyond beyond reality, things that we don't get to see. Like, you know, I, I like uh, I, I like different landscapes that we're not used to. We're in the woods here. If we go to the fucking sure. desert, I love seeing things but that I've never desert, seen before. You can still have people in the desert have an interesting conversation. Absolutely. It's hard to have these people have interesting conversations when they're not really speaking of real language. Like this is quasi modern, like faux language. Like they're trying to be elegant, but then they, they will use contractions. Well, the Lord of the, the Lord of the Rings books are, that's you right. He, de- he developed a right. different language. You read the songs in there. It's a whole different language. And that, and that's what you have to do. And I think yeah. that's why as much as I joke around, those movies do bore me to death, but they are, there is an intellect for those movies that, is absent in other ones. Someone like, yes. Having said though, you can have a bad actor do it because you've never met anyone who spoke that language. So it's easy. To, but those movies between Peter Jackson being a talented He's filmmaker, very talented. And, um, the fact that you have a, a book, you're right. That was the guy who wrote it. Oh, Tolkien. Yeah. He, I mean, he you created know, maps. Like Tolkien was, was so bright writing at that. Yeah, you're right. He had maps. He had like, he, he saw created, the entire he universe. Yes. Made, he saw the entire did the thing. effort and made a whole world. That's badass. This movie is the cliff notes of the Iliad. That's the thing. It's which like is lazy and so sloppy. Maybe we give um, David Benioff like a little bit of slack there because he no. had to use that. <laughs> I know, I know. Then just don't do it. But he was younger at this time too. He's probably took the money. But he knows what a good movie is. Oh, that's what happened. That's exactly yeah. what happened. Like, yeah. hey, can you write us an action movie? Yeah. You know, you just made 25th hour. Here's your payday. This right. might've been his first big check, paycheck. Yeah. I mean, that's why. I mean, yeah. we see it with actors. You see it with screenwriters. You see it with directors. Yep. Just do it. You know, Wolfgang Peterson didn't take this movie 
Because he thought it was an artistic I mean, he statement. always liked the Iliad, but like at this point in his career, he's probably like, hey, I'm just going to keep gobbing up these paychecks so they stop coming. How much can you like the Iliad, though? I Like, the story sucks. How do you not... I'm not into these things at all. How do you fucking not, like, you smuggle Helen out of, of Sparta in a way so that nobody sees her? Like, how do you not... This, this, a lot of the shit is like, doesn't make sense. If you're, if you're Orlando Boom, like, dude, like, there's other women out there, man. That's the other thing, too. Like, I mean, don't, I don't know do Diane Kruger's a fox, but yeah. like, there's, you know, you're the prince. In you Troy, have, you're yeah, going to get some. There's got to be some other yeah. you know, good looking lady out there. Definitely. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. Like, this, you know, yeah. yeah. Brian Cox. Um, I like Brian Cox in general. Yeah. And he's fine. He's good. He's, he's good. He, him and Gleason. He feels, and, yeah, I feel like him and Gleason are wasted in this movie. They are. That, well, that's how I felt about Brad Pitt. Brad, well, Brad Pitt. Pitt was the worst example. I mean, Brad Pitt missed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all these people. It's like, what are we doing? Banner, too, really. Banish, yeah, but Banish I, he makes sense. Hardest. He makes sense. He, he does. Right, his he, character he is the best, best written character. Yeah, Hector, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he's there's right. It's not just fucking Achilles is just, oh, I want to go to war and kill people for glory. That's it. I mean, you see a little bit where he sort of, he gets toned down a bit by, um, can't remember the woman's name. Um, was it Rose Byrne? Uh, Rose Byrne. Rose, Rose Byrne's character. character yeah. I can't remember her name, but. Yeah. But like, so there's a little bit, he's, he's, there's a little bit of depth there, but not really. He's just a fucking war machine. And everybody else is just one note. Peter O'Toole has got a little bit of depth. And then, you, oh, that character, though, that guy gets his fucking, he chooses wrong ho- twice, yeah. horribly. You bring a fucking, that horse has got to smell like piss. You got a guy, you got guys sitting in there for oh, 24 that, hours. Imagine being in that Trojan horse. Like you're fucking, you, like, you come out covered in piss and shit. Piss and shit. How do you not smell that from outside? I mean, it's all thatched too. How do you not, how do you not see movement in there? No one sneezes or grunts or like moves or falls asleep or farts or something. Bullshit that you take that fuck. You Orlando Bloom, Broom, exactly right. Burn that motherfucker. I have another question. Why do you have to have, you know, uh, 60 guys in there? Have three. That was the other thing. Well, that was unrealistic. It looked like a clown car with all the guys coming so out of it. It was like, I don't out. think the proportions work out here. I mean, and you could really just do it with one if you're, I mean, yeah, all you need to do is raise I mean, the, the gate. The only thing is then you got to go to the guards. You, gotta, you have enough guys, you have to have enough guys to kill the guards at the gate. So it doesn't. At most. Yeah, most. And but, if you're Achilles, you know what? Uh, thanks, but no thanks. I'll come in with the other guys. Exactly. I'm not going to sit in this fucking... Yeah. Who do you think I am? Yeah. I'm not going to sit in this fucking nasty-ass Trojan horse. No, you guys pissing all over me? And how long were they in there for? Well, that was the thing. It was like morning when they got there, and then it was after dark before and they, they came out, so once, at least 12 hours. You didn't have any spies see this horse being that built? No sense. No sense. Of course there were spies there. Dude, so Peter O'Toole, uh, the king, per, uh, starts with P, makes that bad decision, taking the fucking horse. And the, oh, it's a tribute. We should yeah, bring it to Poseidon. Yeah, he's, he's, oh, he listens. Oh, Wolfgang Peterson hates God. Hates God. Like, did you see, you know, that Hector character is like, um, why are we listening to these fucking God-fearing yeah, like, yeah, yeah. idiots? Yeah. You get crows well, it's and more snakes the and gods. shit. Everyone, everyone likes to be, so I never get, everyone likes to make fun of the God, like for believing the gods. Like the whole Clash of the Titans movie is kind yeah, of like, a, yeah, like yeah. oh, weren't they dumb back then? What a bunch of goofs. Yeah, yeah. But then meanwhile, people go to church. It's like, well, you can't, I mean, you, that's exactly. you can't so I mock think, them for their beliefs. I think Wolf your own was making some statements in there. There were a few where he I mean, had I mean, everyone for their beliefs. Well, but, of course. But I can do that because I don't believe in anything. So, right. So it's like, oh, I can, I can make fun. So Peter O'Toole, so the king does that, brings a horse in. But the second thing he does is attack during the day after they've already beaten back. Like, why expose your entire army to, you know, to these? They were, they were fucking, if, if you didn't send your army out there, then fucking Hector doesn't kill Brad Pitt's, uh, Achilles' fucking cousin, and then you don't have a siege on your fucking castle. That was stupid. Twice. He's a terrible king. I like that they also, uh, so this is bad filmmaking. 
So they obviously you saw all the ships. It was actually a pretty cool shot. You see yeah. all the ships, CGI, whatever. You see all the ships come into the place. I thought the same thing. Great. Yeah. You don't see them all leave? Exactly. Where were they? Past the horizon? I love, I love that they managed to park a thousand ships like just around the corner. And only one spy saw it. And the second he saw it, of course, he gets killed. Like, wait. That no made no sense. This? Come on. You I can guys. tell you. The horizon line on the ocean, 13 miles. So it had to go out 13 miles and then come back. So it had to be beyond 13 miles and then be, you know, get back fast enough to fucking do the siege. No. No one would, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's, they were like tucked in a cove. You had a thousand ships there. Yeah, not, 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 a, not a well, not, not a, a well, well planned out, out, not a well thought out movie. Like movie also didn't, didn't seem to really care. It wasn't well thought out. They didn't care at all. That was, yeah. Didn't felt like they cared at all. And then, uh, they shoehorned in the, um, oh, who's the guy that Orlando Bloom, Bloom gave the, the, um, sword to in the end. It was another here, like Aeneas. Here you go. Yeah. Aeneas. You know, because uh, he's like the hero of, oh, he? of uh, Rome later on, or something. Uh, or Greek. Or I really so hate, I hate all these things. Um, I have no interest in like Greek or Roman history. Like, I don't. I'm not a, I, don't I don't really care. like a lot of like world history. I know this isn't like I know this is a story, so it's like you know, I like, like more modern. I don't like any like anything that's happened before like 1776. So, I don't have a ton of interest okay. in. So you don't like any history, and you don't like any future. You're like 1980s, and then that's it. If you no, can live in that I, decade, I, I'm you're really good. interested in 20th century uh, like American history. I took like a classic like I, I that's like my we just heard we know that so much like you get that in school for years and years and i years. enjoy that it's the time i enjoy it's interesting yeah. uh hardcore I like, history you should listen to that podcast what is it now? hardcore history that podcast yeah, it's too old it's all the old no stuff. it's not you can um he does he does world war one he does world war two he does yeah. more modern stuff he does old people stuff too, rave about really hardcore he history is, right people rave about it. yeah i haven't i haven't listened to it awesome but uh he, the guy, because he just the way that he delivers it is the storytelling is amazing. He's got great delivery and he's well versed. It's well researched. It's awesome. He's great. It's one of the best podcasts. And you don't. It's not like he does it. You know, every week or every day or something. He does like a six part episode on this thing. Yeah, and then it's great. Some of the most horrifying thing, like World War One stuff. I learned from really? hardcore history. He is. Yeah, right. he's just got. He yeah, he, he's he good, researched right? really yeah. well. Yeah, he's great. Imagine yeah. this was your favorite movie. Like, when like you know, I really love Troy. It's my top five. Well, someone fucking said Mean Girls was a top five movie. Well, that makes sense. If you're in a... Like, Bullshit. No, people love The Breakfast Club. You can't do that. Yeah, but no, but that can't be a top five movie. It, mean it, Girls cannot be. If you're not be. a big movie person and something you saw when you were a kid... And you, it, like, That's it, a hey, low information movie watcher. This is, this is a... This is a... This is someone... The person who delivered that seems smarter than thinking Mean Girls a top five. Well, it was movie. the guy from Channel Zero? I wasn't gonna like well, call well, him. You said you make... brought it up. You're gonna, yeah, people are gonna like it's a conspiracy theory guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's smarter than that. That's that's he annoying. might not watch a lot of movies. Too busy watching all the conspiracies. I wonder if he was. It could be. He always all these. He always all these conspiracies. Well, then I'm surprised conspiracy? it's like a conspiracy movie. A conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. With Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. That's one. not bad. You probably hate that movie. I did not know. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I think it was a very good movie. I thought it was pretty good. But I, I, haven't seen it I, haven't, I saw it in the theaters. I haven't seen it. Since. Um, but yeah, that's but your imagine fa- this is like your favorite movie. Like, this one, really? Yeah, it's like must a, be somebody out there, right? Probably. I always wonder about when we do this show. Well, like, a lot of people like Gladiator, and we well, just that, but that one Best Picture. That's understandable. I, that, that's, I guess. That's, I mean, I guess. Yeah. If you're that kind of like, I guess. I can see you a certain, like a more action. I can and, see a certain lots of things. If you let's say that you had a favorite movie, it would be Gladiator. It wouldn't be. Yeah, that was your genre. It would be, it would be Gladiator. It wouldn't be this. That's oh, absolutely. Yeah, that that leaves this in the dust. You said it's closer than I'm saying, but I I think that one's better, a lot better. Well, this doesn't get made if Gladiator doesn't happen. Yeah, you're probably right. And neither is 300. Like that was really the 300 is really good. Did you? Not I, see know, that? I haven't seen it. No, I'm okay. just saying. But that genre, like that sword and sandals, got a resurgence with Gladiator. It really changed. <laughs> it really did. Changed everything. Yeah. Uh, with that, which is, uh, in my opinion, very very unfortunate. But 
I haven't yeah, seen I 300 all that over. stuff either. I don't like Zack Snyder. I've never seen a Zack Snyder movie I liked, so I don't know if I'd like this. You uh, haven't? I, I haven't. Huh. Yeah, that was, that was Snyder. Huh. Yeah. He's, I think he's overrated. But everyone says 300 is his best movie, so I haven't seen it. So it's know. good. Yeah. yeah, I like that one. All right. Have we, have we talked about Troy enough? I mean, so... We, Pretty dumb. Yeah, do we give our dumb. we give our thumbs oh, up, yeah, thumbs down, oh, right? Yeah. So, uh, what do we give um, Mean Girls? Thumbs up, thumbs up. Yeah, you should see it. What do you give Kill Bill Volume Two? Thumbs up. It's Tarantino. Yeah. Well, not every Tarantino gets thumbs up, but this one does. No, all of the thumb, all of it. You you would thumbs down Grindhouse? I think I would. I, would I haven't not. seen it in a while, but uh, yes, I would. Right I think any Tarantino point, point you point should see. And I would. I might even thumbs down Heath Ledger. I would want. I'd want to see it. I'd want to see it again. Yeah, I okay. wouldn't Yeah. Troy. This is a, it's probably a, probably a, okay, so thumbs down, should I, rec, mm, thumbs down, you don't need to see it. Thumbs down, I, not, I, yeah, would, I cannot recommend this movie to anybody. It's just kind it's, of, do it's you okay. recommend, it, it's, Do you recommend it to people, yes or no? It's no, the question. no I down. could never recommend this to thumbs anybody. Down. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Two thumbs down, Troy. So we agree again. I think we pretty much agree. Uh, that's disappointing. Things. Why? I like to yell at you. So much fun to stay. You do like to yell yeah. at me. I like to yell back. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> That's good. No, like when we argued about Switch, but that was fun. Was it fun? Yeah, because you're so wrong. You say crazy, silly things, and they make oh, fun of you. It's yeah. great. I think I'm fucking up. So it's awesome. Right. I love it. That's like so my right. favorite thing I do their show. Your musical taste is suspect. I mean, sometimes it's right on, and it's but it's suspect. You have some holes there too. What? Ugh, fucking arcade fire bullshit. All right. Can we at least agree on maps? They don't love you like I love you. Maps by the Yeah Yeah Yes. Um, I really like the song. This, this is like almost a perfect alternative song. Yeah, this is probably one of my uh, 10, 15 favorite songs of the decade. Oh, really? Yeah, I love I'm this. So Carrie glad. O is she's really all great. she does is put out great music. I so okay. I don't love their. Uh, there's a few of their songs I really oh, like. Come so, on, so, there's, man. Uh, so Dance to Your Dead's a great song. Um, this is definitely my favorite of theirs. I listen to, I don't know that much. I listen to the rest of this album, and there's a couple that I'm okay with. I think this is by far the best. I've been, but, I've been, I've been into them since this moment in time. Okay, good. I think she's yeah, really talented. I really like them. I, and I like her a lot. I think it's hard. I think this is hard to do what they did on this one. This is, this is a hard song to do because I think they are kind of limited with their skill set, but yet. They're not very, they're not like really dramatically good. She's got a good voice, but they're not dramatically She's good. She's super creative and. But they're very creative. Super smart. They're very creative within their skill set. That's why, that's what I think. And it's a fucking great song. She, oh, this is a great song. Gold Lion? That's a great fucking song. I don't know that I know that one. I'd have to listen Gold to it. Gold Lion, gonna tell me where the light is. Boom, boom. Gold. You know, really know that song? I don't, I don't know that I know it. Well, I mean, I can find it pretty it's, easily. It's great. I mean, um, I'm looking. I. I so this is the first band for me that I've listened to more an MP3 player than anything else. So I think I've only bought like one Yah Yah Yah's album. Um, yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, only one album have I really bought by them. It's not, it's not my thing, but... Oh, I love it. Such a good song. Yeah, yeah I, I'm really, I'm really into them. Um... 
uh, that next album they do has uh, you know zero uh, soft shock, but heads will roll. Heads will roll. Which is a really oh, good. Dance your dad is what I call it, but heads will roll is the name of the song. Okay, yeah, that makes uh, sense. I really so like that song. What does this song I mentioned? Maybe yeah. you like some really. Yeah. I just remember uh, dance dance. Or your dance I have a hard time remembering the names of their songs because I uh, I just have it in my MP3. Like I yeah. said, these guys like one of the first. This is one of the first songs. Maps one of the first songs I downloaded on an MP3 player. Uh, yeah. I had like um one yeah, the, the thick a little little guy like a it was like a, a off brand uh, iPod. Oh okay. And I had it. Uh, I you put like a hundred songs in there at one time. And one of the first songs I downloaded was this one. Yeah. Uh, I just, I just, and I just, I love, I love Karen O. I, she does, she just did it, um, a thing last, uh, 2019 with Danger Mouse. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, she's done a lot of, she's done a lot of, uh, work with a bunch of people like Trent Reznor. But it's all, oh, so the immigrant song with Trent Reznor. Exactly. It's fucking great. It, it does bang. So and good. I love that song anyway. That one's great. That's a great version. She does a song called Ministry. If you're, uh, it's her and Danger Mouse came out in 2019. It's one of my favorite songs of that yep. year. It made my little, I make like a little top 10 list and made my list. Uh, and she just did, I didn't, I found this doing research for the show. Yeah. Um, under pressure, uh, queen and David Bowie. She did a her cover and Will Nelson. Oh, really? It's fucking good, I'm gonna man. Have to listen it's to really that. good. It just, that I sounds know, cool. Like, I swear to God with Karen. O, every time I look like at something else she's doing, I find like another song. I really enjoy. Like every time I scratch the surface with her, I find something else I like. And I was so happy we covered this song in this band this week. Uh, because, a, you picked this on your own. Yep, so of you saw oh, I love, it. Yeah, of course. I like, I like, oh, fuck, yes, that was <laughs> awesome. Like, a song I really love. And then um, I, I got to listen. I got to revisit a band I yeah. haven't. So I really loved her Danger Mouse collaboration, but I haven't listened to a lot of the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs in a while. Yep. And um, it, I went back all last night. I was, was playing different, the three albums they have that I really listened to more, um, especially the first two, either this one and the next one that come out. Uh, it was just like a, it was a fun little ride. And it, the music holds up. It does. She, her collaboration with like Spike Jones too. She did all the, where the wild things are. Yeah. That entire soundtrack. She did that soundtrack. Yeah. Which um, I, that doesn't really land for me. She did music for her. Um, yeah. That movie, which I think is underrated. That's a cool film. Um, I think a bunch of commercials and stuff too. She's done, a, stuff, yeah. she's done a lot of cool right. things. A lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Everything she does. I mean, and don't get me wrong that where the wild things, uh, that is, uh, it's not bad at all. It yeah. just, it just doesn't, I was stood a couple times. Um, it's okay. Uh, it's just not hundred percent for me. Um, but, um, everything she does, there's, it's super creative. It's super well thought out. She, I just respect her so much. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. I really, really, really like her stuff. So this gives me a lot of nostalgia too. So I didn't, I wasn't listening to this at the time, but this is, just wasn't the style of music. I was listening oh, to I was at the time. But what happened was, um, my buddy Kim, who's a fantastic musician. She's a great bass player. She, uh, she's played, she played bass on a couple of my albums, but she gave me a pan. She suggested a Pandora station. I've mentioned this before based on the musician, St. Vincent. And I yeah, love, yeah, I love St. Yeah, Vincent. Yeah, yeah. That gave me so much music, including yeah. this. It gave me grizzly bear, vampire weekend, metric Phoenix, Imogen heap, minus the bear, feist, fleet foxes, fantagram, all yeah. these great bands. All bands, bands I, love. I was into, and yeah. they're very similar to like this style. So this yeah. is like, so that would, I mean, this would come on all the time in that, in that Pandora station. Like well, this is this what changed for time. me. Like, so those are all those bands you listed for the, with the exception of a couple, but that I, and I, I either think are okay or love all yeah. those bands you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, we talked about with before with that fucking switch foot bullshit. Yep. And then, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, who was stank and, and Incubus, Incubus, all yeah. this fucking, yep. I don't like it. This movie. So I'm like, fuck, I don't have anything I like. And I heard Arcade Fire. I know you don't like it. The Funeral. That album completely changed. I'm like, oh my God, this music, this is great new sound. Yeah. And then I can't believe you don't like Arcade Fire. Be like all those other bands. And um, and then I started hearing that stuff. Yeah. And I was like, like Feist. Like right. great, great call. Like Love that's Feist. another like yeah. great. And 
But I will say, out of all those bands you mentioned, well, exception of Vampire Weekend, which is maybe in my top five yeah, I love bands. Yeah, I really yeah, love them. I love them. Don't love the last two album. albums. I love two albums. Three albums. I love. Maybe the, the first fourth three. one doesn't work for me. Um, Modern Vampire in the City. I love. Great. Fucking love so that good. album. Yeah, um, and Ru- then the one before. We were supposed to see them in New Hampshire. Yeah. Um, I would love to before see before COVID. It, it had so scheduled so uh, in June. I was kind of bummed out about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so they are fantastic. Uh, but but Karen, out of all those, the exception of Vampire Weekend, out of all those, I think Karen O is is the best of that group. She's still making music that I'm still really interested in and still really creative and yeah, and super creative, super creative. Do you know the, so the song's about, she wrote it for her boyfriend at the time, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Do you know what map stands for? No, my Angus, please stay. Oh, she was going right. on tour and leaving him. Yes. And that's what this whole thing is about. She's talking about pack up. I'm straight. Pack, I got to go. Um, um, you know, say they don't love you. Like I do. Like he just, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you. She does, did you watch the video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's doing she's crying in that video. Yes. Because he didn't show up. He was supposed to show up to the to the to the shoot. And and she gets so emotional because she doesn't think she's about to go on tour after this. She thinks that she's not gonna see him. And so she gets really emotional, starts crying. He ends up showing up by the end of the thing. But she's like, she's really yeah. crying. It, it, when I heard, when I read that, I was like, oh, this song fucking floors me. Because the video, I will say, doesn't do it for me. It's cool. oh, it's cool. I I, don't, I think it's like, it's like, why are they here in this gym? I, it just it well, because she's it's like a competition, and I can understand that. She they're just this is their first like main studio album, and they're right. just starting to get um get a lot of play, and they're about to go on their first major tour. So it's kind of. So it's just an audition. She's just, like auditioning for the world. Just seems weird. Uh, I but it got one. It might be something I'm missing out on because it got it got nominations for best video. Yeah, I will say her crying though was the part that I took away from like, oh wow, was yeah, interesting. Yep. Um, she's. I think she's she's a good performer. She can get really emotional. So it's nice. Um. So, but I do. How do I want? Uh, oh, just want to get yeah. Just put a loop on the on the album stuff. So this. I've been, you've seen, I've been voyaging outside of the, the hot 100 because you know, particularly if we're going to, yeah, so yeah, how do you, how did with this chart? So this is on, well, a few, it did chart on the hot 100 to hit 87, oh, all right. but this was on the alternative chart, which yeah. hit number nine. Right. So I'm starting to look at the alternative right, chart because of the, cause this time period fucking blows yeah. for music. So I'm, you know, I, I mean, uh, well, but Patreon people can let us know, but, think, but like, I, I mean, there's only so many ballads we can cover. I think I'd rather there's talk, the, I'd rather so, talk about music. I'm, like I'm passionate about this album. Like right. I really love this band. Right. I really love this. When you, when the song popped up, I was like, is Matt, yeah, Matt yeah, must yeah. be cheating here, but yeah. no, no, not cheating. I, right. we've talked about me being able to go. I think you can. Yeah. I, I think totally you can. Yeah, I'm going to look at different charts. I'll always go the number one in the hot 100. And if there's anything else, like, I'll look at that first. And if there's anything else compelling, it's good for Patreon too, it. because, um, but this is a, another one. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily, we wouldn't hit this one again, really. Like it didn't chart for long. This album sold a million copies, which is great for an alternative band, but it'd be very rare for us to hit them. So, you know, I'm going to, some of the other bands that we could have talked about on the hot 100, we're going to hit, we would hit them again. Like they're going to, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You know, I right. don't need to do that, but for them, for some of the alternative so ones. So like, um, their next album was it's blitz which came out in 2009 and it was critically acclaimed and it was great. Um, I don't know that we'll hit, we may, yeah, maybe on the alternative chart. We'll hit, uh, we'll hit off with your head. I'm sorry. The next album was show your bones. I lied. The 2009 album was it's a blitz. And the first time was fever. Tell that's this one. That's right. Um, show your bones is okay. That's one. I kind of, I, there's a few good songs on it. I, I was like, eh, uh, but it, uh, it's blitz, uh, has heads were roll. And that, that's what that's. And that's this one, by the way. They went more like synth heavy. Yeah. In this album. Yeah. So good. It's a cool song. I really like this one. Really good. 
Um, uh, yeah, that album's fantastic. Any of their stuff, any of their albums you listen to, even the ones that maybe aren't my favorite ones that they've done, like their their most recent one doesn't really work. Um, maybe 2017. No, I think it's maybe 2013. Their first three albums, Grammy nominations for each each one. So there you go. I mean, yeah. al- alternative album of the year, three times in a row. Yeah, they, were, they, I mean, were, they never won, but they, but still, they're super. It, she, they're she's great. Any, all the albums are really interesting listens. Um, they're all. I, I can't recommend enough. If you've never heard them, or if you're younger, you don't know them, or maybe you just they kind of just fills a crash for you. Definitely give them a shot. This to me, I said this to begin. This to me is like the perfect alternative song. I and I. That's why I don't know that it, it's hard to. It, it's really hard to do what they did in the song. It is so it's lo-fi, it's it's punkish, it's emotional, you know, it's longing, it's sloppy, uh, but very creative. Like the structure is really creative. That's the thing, that's one of the main takeaways from the song. It's very creative what she's doing, what they're doing. It's it basically it's a three-chord song. And if you were to play, I'm grabbing my guitar again. If you were to play these three chords, it's this. It's wait. They don't love you like I love you. Wait. That like it's that. Uh, if you were to just play those chords like that and have her sing, it would sound like a stupid, just like a dumb song. But they don't. They don't do that at all. They play sparse melodies with each other. She's singing a melody. The guitar's playing a melody, and it's there's no bass in the song. It's a it's a just a low guitar with distortion playing another melody, doing this three counterpoint. So music is um, music uh, uh, is organized horizontally and vertically on a horizontal plane it's melody right mm-hmm. on a vertical plane it's it's the harmonic structure it's harmony it's how do the chords work they're not playing chords they're playing three melodies that are working off each other and it's 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 giving you the impression of those chords but they're not actually playing them so like listen to so this is the sparse part hear the guitar while she's singing those are just two melodies playing off each other so I'm guessing you never played rock band I think I did a little bit so this was one of the songs rock band yeah yeah and I think it might be for the reasons you're mentioning now the low bass just these three melodies right. you, each person plays an instrument have you ever played rock band yeah each, like one person's on drums but like you're not really in a band you're no, kind of you're, like following yeah. along yeah and uh, you song like this you said everyone has their own kind of path yeah then it's much easier to. I wonder if that's why they chose this song and a lot of songs aren't like that. You're playing, you know, you're playing on your guitar, you're playing chords in rhythm, and that's giving you the harmonic structure, the like the chordal progression of the song. But they're not doing that at all. You don't get it's so it's so sparse and airy because of it. They're playing one note each, and these three melodies are just interacting with each other. It's beautiful. It's like that's hard that's that is super creative, hard to do in a way that sounds as awesome as it does. I have a ton of respect for the song. Oh, I love this song. Yeah. Uh, I can't say enough things about it. Uh, this is a this is a uh, will probably make my top five. I'm, I I would imagine. I haven't looked. I, I I'm certain it would be. Those are stacked. I don't know that I'll get there, but uh, but yeah. The other cool thing is it's a it's a three piece. I know that they play with another guitarist a lot now, but when they were first going on tour, drummer, the guitar player, and her singing. That's it. So no bass player at all. And you hear multiple guitar. So you heard the do the the low like guitar. It sounds like a bass, but it's really a distorted guitar. How is he playing that and the high melody at the same time? He's looping it. So um, there's that beginning riff where it's... He plays that, hits his pedal that records him playing it, 
hits the pedal again and it loops it so it it plays it so he can play the other guitar melody over it loops that plays the bass note under that so he's just using technology to be three instruments Hmm. and her singing and then the drummer and the drummer is really good too really good drummer he looks like uh like a young max weinberg he does yeah max is good too yeah he's pretty good right yeah he's he's a good drummer um Let's see. Anything else about that one? I love this song. It's a great, great song. song. Yeah. Great oh, song. Oh, great album. Super talented. I love them. Last piece is it's when you're that guitar player, it's, it's super exposed. That's hard to do. Yes. To, to just have those three lines, her singing and that one and a guitar line and another guitar line. If you fuck it up. Yeah. If you play the wrong note, people are going to fucking notice because there's nothing else going on. Super exposed, which makes, makes the song even more intimate for me. You know, not, not just, her passionate vo- or uh, passionate voice. She's pa- obviously passionate. The lyrics, that not just that, but just how how naked everything is is so intimate. Love the song. Yeah, check her out, Karen O, which is O. Um, yeah. and, and like I said, check out that uh, duet she does. If you have, I'm on Apple Music and it, was, it popped up there. The duet with Willie Nelson's really cool. I'm gonna check it out. Uh, she's in. I said in this. Um, in, did this collaboration with Danger Mouse. The song is called Ministry. Uh, came out in 2019. I would definitely check that out. Uh, and then obviously all the yeah 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 stuff is I can't recommend this stuff higher 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 enough. This is one of the my favorite bands we've covered on this show. I was it was very I was very happy. I'm glad you like this one. I, I was hoping you wouldn't kick the shit out of me for. Uh, I was for really, this when you popped up. I was really excited. Like oh That's shit, good. we're talking to you guys. This is great. Just remind me. We know we don't talk about we don't talk about this stuff before. No, we, we're on a slack. The show. Well, the only thing I'll say is that hey, well no, I mean I'll say uh, I tell Matt hey here's the week we're doing so it kind of gives me a heads up. Um, so I'll be like hey like for instance next week we're covering um. Uh, Beetlejuice, Willow, and Moonstruck, and Moonstruck, right. and I'm the one that picks which songs get covered, uh, which movies get covered when, and then Matt then just throws the songs into a slack, and he said he decides what songs get covered when. Yeah, and we don't talk about it because I think the spontaneity is more fun. Yeah, so we don't we don't know. So there's always right. like this. Are you gonna fucking hate this? It, it, the only thing I kind of like, like I I do I just I struggle with this day. I'm like I thought about texting you and being like, hey, can you play? Can you pull up this ministry song? And can you pull up? This? Oh, you can ask me to do that. I know, but if I, I did, he would have been to tell that I like the song. I think it's fine. If you want me to pull audio, I or know, pull something. You I'm just, just tell worried. Me. I know. I thought. I thought about it. I almost did it. But I'm like, I don't want to clue you in that I like this. Nah, you should. I struggle with that a lot. You should. If you've got clips, you want me to play. Well, you should because it'll just make. Because I'm sure you're thinking about things that I'm not. Well, just like sometimes I just have more familiarity. Like, I right. think. I think I have a bit more familiarity with like, more modern music than you do. Probably. Like, like especially like modern like rock. I think I probably the last fifteen years, or whatever. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll, you should, you should, but I, but if I do that, then you'll know, but you could be, no, not necessarily. You could be asking me to pull that up because, um, you want to make, you, you might hate it. You want to say, oh, this is better or, mm, or this is why I hate true, this I song guess. or something. All right. All right. I think it's fine. I'll I think to, I mean, I'll have to do that. I think you should. Yeah. Yeah. It'll just make it. Cause then you could say, pull it. And I don't I know. Why, I don't gonna, know why it's going to be a tell, but maybe not. Maybe like, not. this is like some sick duet with her and William Ellison. It's obviously good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be yeah, bad. Yeah, you're probably right. Like, but that's, her, that's her, fine. Her in Danger Mouse, that ministry song is, is awesome. It's a phenomenal song. But you don't know how I feel about it. I could be picking it. That's and, true. And thinking that you like this, like, Arcade Fire shit, mm. and, and I'm going <sighs> to shit all over it. What's, what's, yeah, that's. He, they're just not creative at all. Yes, they're not. I mean, they they are, put, so they're a situation. They do a, th- um, Yaya's, this song is a three chord song. That's it. It goes C to G, and then they resolve to the D. It never changes. Arcade Fire would play those chords. They don't do it. They they create these melodies that that flow on top of each other. It's so creative versus anything that Arcade Fire does. It's I don't just understand not, how someone just cannot like the funeral doesn't sound like it's not reflector, good. but it doesn't sound like reflector. 
And Reflector, so it's, so there's two, like, how can someone just not like it? I don't send get me, it. Um, send, send me other besides well, send Funeral. Reflector. It's a whole album. Okay, fine. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll Their I'll newest album, I, is, I like it, but I, I'm a... I'm an apologist. Just like you, like, you know, you want to like fuck wizards or whatever and orcs and dragons and centaurs. <laughs> wizards. I don't think I want to fuck a wizard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> whatever you want to do with them. Whether it's nonsense with trolls or whatever. Uh, no, I block trolls. You know oh, that. That's right. That's right. You block, that's right. <laughs> Kings and trolls. Kings and trolls. Uh, oh, that's nonsense. I, uh, I, I probably am an arcade fire apologist. I will. Yeah, I will. and that's fine if it hits you the right way, or you have nostalgia for that, or whatever. I, I get know, it. I don't think it's nostalgia. I really enjoy it. I just enjoy their their sound. I, you know, that the the my, the biggest cr- thing for me is if someone is boring. If I listen to something and it's yeah, and boring, I, think you're so I not fucking boring. hate it. I would rather you. I would rather you try something and fucking fail or whatever and not be boring. So. Okay. They are boring to me. I listen to it and I I size them up in a second. I know exactly what they're I think doing it's in a second. Crazy, you think they're boring? That's crazy. So like my favorite band in the last five years is the National, and I like the National. They're not my favorite, but I like. I, like them. I, love I think the they're good. They're, they're they're amazing. Now, if someone told me I think they're boring, I'd be like, eh, I get it. Like I love them, but I, if it's probably not. They're probably the National's more intricate. I know a lot of younger people who listen to them. They're like, this is boring. And I'm like, all right, I, I understand how you can come to that conclusion. I mean, I don't agree, Arcade but I, just, Fire is I can't understand how someone can conclusion Arcade Fire is boring. I, I, I see someone saying this is like, this is junky or also, it's too much or something like that. Like, I also too- get angry. I get angry when like, when stars, I'm not putting you in this category because yeah, I don't put me view, in a category. No, I don't view this, no, I don't view you this way, but there are people in our friend group or in my friend group, like the theater folk who fucking have no concept of music and they like these, like these, these alternative um, lo-fi darlings like Daniel Johnston right, is the like, one, like the hot or band the, or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and and I listen to, or even uh, the Radiohead uh, Radiohead's drummer put out a fucking album, ten, you know, five or six years ago, and uh, buddies of ours were like all over it, and, and it's this acoustic album, and I'm like, this is shit drivel, and just be just because it's like rare or because radio's not yeah. playing, it doesn't mean it's good. Right, they're playing three. I, if I size you up in a second, I know what you're doing on that guitar. You're not doing anything interesting lyrically. Your vocals suck. Your melodies are derivative. Your guitar's derivative. Then fuck you. Go do something else. So I, I have a like a, I'm passionately opposed to that type of shit. Like Neutral Milk Hotel is another one where all, yeah, buddies of mine love it. I think Wait, I told what you, is it now? Neutral Milk Hotel. Neutral Milk Hotel. Right? Hotel. Ted, like, Ted Teller's like yeah, Ted and and yeah, like really close friends of mine love them. Um, I, I told the story of my buddy who went out west, who I I really you know respect, and he's got he actually has got really good music taste. Besides that, but he's just as apologist for Neutral Milk Hotel, and I can't get it. They are he is they are such bad writers with so it's lo-fi bad writers, you know, derivative bullshit. And just because they've got a horn section that plays terrible terrible horn lines doesn't mean they're cool. Ted's gonna be so upset with you. Now. I love Ted too. I'm sorry, Ted. Ted, I, I apologize. I have, Ted has a good taste in music normally too. He's he's turned me on to to some bands I'd never heard before that I listened to. Like I, I just yeah, I just but I I think it's also I hate to I'm gonna be I'm such a fucking asshole. Oh you're like, you're so ruthless, Matt. Go no, get him. no no no. But that's out for blood. Look out, guys. <laughs> no, he's so coming I, after you. No, I'm just so condescending because because I no, also true. I I go back to the I've studied music my entire <laughs> fucking life, and so when I I've listened to so much music when it's the same when you are playing me something that I've heard a million other times, I can't like fuck you. You're boring. Try something different. Don't be derivative. What I would say about that is at least you know you're condescending. Yeah, because I hopefully I'm not always condescending. Warden starts clipping that out. All right, let's yeah. see. <laughs> Matt's planes once again. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, funny. That's, 
Those are funny. Those I love Warden. Yes. Fucking Warden's the best. Genius. Yeah, he's genius. He is great. Most talented minute fan, I said. Eh. I mean, you're looking at him. I don't see reflection. <laughs> no, I love Warden. Warden yeah. does yeah. amazing I mean, work. Warden, like yeah. on not just music, but fucking his gifts and fucking just his timing. Yeah, his I, vids. Said, I said oh, that. he's like so well rounded. I said he's that in awesome. the chat. So I, I said Warden's most talented minute fan. Yeah. Chat. And someone's like, "Ooh, shots fired at, at Matt." No, I was thinking myself. I was, I was like, I thought to myself. Shots fired myself. If you had told me a year ago, my life would be uh, answering questions about Matt Carano, like <laughs> a good portion of my day. I would have been like, where's the fucking nearest gun shop so I can end this? Like, what, what are we talking about here? How did this uh, happen? I'd answer questions about you. How did this happen? How did you, like, how did Carano become a thing? And I'm, I'm the, I'm sorry. How did you. I become like the second minute? You know how, how I feel about happen? you. I think you're super talented. You know happen? how I feel about you. It's like you, it's like you wake up one day. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> how, how did I end up here? How did this happen? Unbelievable. Ugh, Unbelievable. Newhart fucking waking up from the dream. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like, that Carano is the guy that, Moves the needle more than more than me. I I, I never thought I'd see the well, day, but uh, you know, I do move the needle. I, I guess you do. I, I don't. I guess. I, what do you mean? You you guess. do? I know. I I I, yes. I don't understand. I don't understand it. You don't understand I, I, why I, I move the needle. That's a shot. Uh, Jesus, dude. No, you're not. Okay, a year ago, I would not have thought you were this like controversial figure. No, I did not. I well, it's because I'm a nice guy, and and to Ugh. people who I like, I'm nice to. A nice guy. I am a nice guy. It's just so. It's just so strange. It's it's very strange to me. That's strange to me. It, it's strange to you. This right? world is strange. It is strange. The whole right? thing is strange. Yeah. Attention yeah. is strange. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Also, yes, and the role that you fit in within those attention too. Because I'm not. I don't like. I see myself a particular way. I don't necessarily see myself how. Other people see me. Like you, you, uh, you know, people get so upset. Uh, you know, you were blocking them. People were getting all upset. Why would they care? And reading your tweets the last three days, it was the most boring. I know. Stuff. I've been boring. Like Bitcoin, Bitcoin and other and, things. Oh about, yeah, like, definitely the genocide. Definitely. That's a- I'm like, I, I, I'm like halfway through the tweet. I'm like, I'm like falling asleep. Like this is awful. <laughs> like I, I had to get a shot of adrenaline. I know to the tweet. boring it was too. Yes. Awful. It was horrible. It's so bad. And it's like, people are like upset. They're missing out on this. I know. Like, I know. It is, it is pretty funny. These idiots. I have been tame. It's not a team. It's just like, I know, but I know those things that interest you. Well, to other about people, it. not to you. Yeah, there are. Right. Yeah, oh, I'm right. sure. I'm sure there's other people like you out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, must yeah. be right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. No, I mean, yeah. Well, no, you, I know there is a community. People that enjoy. Yeah, there's a crypto community. Yes. There's, yeah, there's uh Liberty communities, right. all that stuff. Who, right. Yeah. It's just, it's a strange overlap. I agree. I understand that. And I'm sure, you know, I, you know, I tweeted about Tommy Lasorda. I was mad about the pressure he used the Dodgers put out I don't today. think I even like that because I'm like, yeah, who, like gives yeah, who gives a, a fuck about Why is this Tommy? guy mad about but a actually, no, pressure release? What you said was actually very, was apropos. You're right. It, that's such a strange. It was strange. That's the Dodgers wanting to make sure that you know that they won They recently. won the World Series. It's that's, fucked up, right? And that's, that's fucked up. Yeah, just you have make- got an iconic character in your organization who's been a part of your organization. How many years? 72 years. Motherfucker. Yes. Who won World Series. Yeah. Um, a major player, and and, well, you, Matt, talk, I mean, and yes. you don't talk about the fact that he won World Series yeah, in the organization. Tommy Lasorda, we're taping this. He died today, and the Dodgers yeah, press release, and they, they had a whole paragraph about how he watched the the Dodgers win the World Series. I watched it. Like, how about participated in motherfuckers? He, he was the manager of the '81 World Series. Yeah, manager of the '88 World Series. Both uh, Dodgers. I'm sorry, both those teams won the World Series. He was manager in '77 and '78 when they lost. So he's four pennant winning. Jesus teams, Christ! Two titles. He was also uh, a member. Of the 55 Brooklyn right. Dodgers, which won the World Series in Brooklyn. And they talk about him watching the last the World last Series? Like, fuck you. Who cares? Now, you could say, all right, he only pitched four games, 55 Dodgers. He you wasn't. Can't, 
No. He wasn't. That's re- a reach. But I'll, I'll say this. He pitched four games to 55 Dodgers. He sat in the stands for the 20 Dodgers. Why are we <laughs> talking about like, What's exactly. he doing here? Exactly. Like, you know, he's also was the most famous manager of the 80s. He's a personality. Like, he was a slim, oh. fast spokesperson. Right. Like, he was a major, like, he was a major personality within the game. Yeah. That, the way that they framed that sucked. I agree. He had his own Sega Genesis game. Tommy was right. baseball was a game. That's right. Like, that's how big of a personality Dude, he was. I, I don't think I had that game, but yeah, I had the Genesis. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like, this was, you know, he was a big name. Anyone in the 80s would know. You, you have to like sports to know who he was. In movies. Like, I feel like. Yeah, he, they played in L- He was the manager of LA Dodgers. Right. So you'd see him in commercials, yes. TV, movies, yep. all the time. And um, he was the manager of the Dodgers. I feel like he was like Naked Gun or so. One of those movies they like talked about him. I, I'm he sure. Was all over he was the place. in it. But yeah, he, I mean, he was. Uh, and that's why they used Reggie Jackson in the Naked Gun because he's playing for the Angels. Right. And they were, you know, they, that's what, anytime you play for the Angels, the Dodgers are going to get obviously more. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but he was the manager of the Dodgers from 75, uh, the end of 75. He took over for Walter Alston. Walter Alston was a manager of the Dodgers um, in the early 50s. Yeah. So Walter Alston managed the team from 50, I think it was 53, to 75. And halfway through, at the very end of the year, I think school sort of managed the last five games of the year. Yeah. And he managed from 75 all the way to 98, and then he was like, go for Bill Russell. So 23 uh, years? Yeah. So you have, think about it, span from 54. Three or fifty-four to ninety-eight. You had two managers. It's like this, uh, kind of like the Steelers. The Steelers, yeah. Uh, but even even longer with only two guys. It's a crazy stretch, right? Crazy. And uh, between them, they won a ton of world. You know, uh, also won in 55, 63, and sixty-five. Um, and then so he won three. Tommy won two. It, it just like this guy has a major connection. I think the only guy left in the fifty-five Dodgers is Koufax. I think. Wow. I know. Like he's one of the last guys because that team in '55 was very famous because they were the only first and only team to win in Brooklyn. So uh, they were, Brooklyn, they were known as like dem bums. They were called yeah, you know yeah. the, the old wait till next year. That's about the Dodgers because yeah. they would you know just miss every year, right? Uh, and they finally broke through in '55, and he was a member of that team. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. And he died in 2020. Like that's a real link to the past. And you're going to spend a paragraph talking about him. Watching, watching the world like Series clay bellinger like who gives a fuck no one gives a fuck like what the fuck are we doing here yeah that's crap so strange i mean i understand like maybe you want to speak to your younger fans who may not know the people if you're a dodgers fan you know who lasorda is right yeah, i mean that's bullshit if you're following the dodgers twitter account you know that he yeah. was the manager in 8180 i right. have to believe like, I, you got it yeah right so that i agree that's all that I really that's fucking the bullshit it but you're right but i mean the fact that i get upset about or you know it's <laughs> different than the things that i would care about yeah right and, which is, but you could also say that that's a pretty stupid thing to get mad about you you'd be right and you know just like your stuff is really boring and lame you'd be right about that oh, too it's amazing but that's <laughs> <laughs> we, we both in other words i think it's a, a really long way of saying i guess don't follow either of us on twitter <laughs> no don't please don't. <laughs> well, terrible follows <laughs> you know the show is gonna, the show account's going to eclipse both of us this year oh it's already eclipsed you but it's going to eclipse me it's never not eclipse me i guess you're right yeah <laughs> like it's gonna, step job. that's definitely going to take me out what does it say about me what do you mean you know right it's just like gee even my own show is more popular than me well, that, <laughs> what does that say that's true <laughs> i know how did this happen i don't know See, look around we've been doing this almost a year now you know, it's just february yeah no our first episode we recorded january so that's close it's gonna yeah. be close has to be close we want, we're gonna do some for our 100th episode we haven't decided yet don't know yet because yeah. this is we just did episode 91 you said right yep we don't count the Patreon ones, by the way. No, we don't. Well, I mean, not, yeah. Not we count them. them towards some things and not towards others. We don't count them to the episode count. Yeah. But yeah, episode 100, we might do something. We, we haven't. We'll do, yeah. Come we should close do to finalizing it. Figure that out. If you have anyone with any great ideas, if anyone has any great ideas for that, I am open. Because I, I have an idea, but I don't love it. Right. So if someone has an idea for the 100th episode, DM me or 
whatever. Just let me know. Tweet at me, whatever. Anything. Yeah, how I mean, no one else tweets at me. I, only, I, I have a fraction of Karan. Well, if you talk so. fucking anything else besides Dodgers, then more people will talk to you. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I, I have. I, they don't. No, I, you're, I think you're a good follower on Twitter. On Twitter? I, I, I have a great follower on Twitter. I think I'm, I'm the best follower on Twitter. <laughs> you're not cocky at all. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just funny to me that somehow Matt Carano eclipsed me. It's just bizarre, but it's Well, fine. I've had more opportunity than you have this year. Yeah, that's the difference. I guess so. But it's I brought you strange. on for the ride. You, Welcome. Uh, Yes, it's true. Anything else on this uh, Patreon episode no, of Quantum Week? We're back uh, in 1988 next week. Uh, we're back on Wednesday with uh, Beetlejuice and then yep. uh, Willow. And then the Patreon show will be uh, Moonstruck. So a uh, b- pretty big week next week. Definitely. See you then.